Hi, this is Diva Cerebration, and I'm back with another podcast. We're in the beginning of August, and August uh, 9th, I think it is today, and I wanted to talk about the situation with Ellen, and, uh, you know, is Ellen mean or not? Is she kind or mean? And um, I've thought about it for a few days, you know, been watching some of the headlines and actually, (laughs) I guess I've just been waiting to see if there was some actual proof that um, she's this horrible person. But, um, you know, I find it really hard to believe that someone could be, um, that she wouldn't slip up on camera, that she wouldn't slip up during the show, that she wouldn't slip up in interviews, that she wouldn't, you know, show that side of herself. If it's true, at some point in her interviews or, you know, I mean, she's been on all, she's been on Fallon, she's been on Kimmel, she's been on, you know, um, Corden, I think she was on James Corden, but she's been on different shows uh, and I, I just don't see it. You know, it's just like, you know, when I would see Tom Hanks on an interview, he's just a really sweet, nice guy. Now, do I think these people are perfect? No, you know, but just a really sweet guy. And Keanu Reeves seems like a really nice guy, but he's like very shy and, you know, doesn't really like being in that process. You know, um, I think a lot of actors, actresses are, you know, introverts, and that acting is their way of, you know, getting out the extrovert side of themselves. But when they have to be around other people, it's, you know, they can't do that as well. And, you know, I, you know, I think he's a very uh, charming man. Keanu Reeves is very charming. I've had, had a little crush on him. But, um, you know, I, I don't think he likes doing those, going around to all those different shows or thing. I could be wrong. But, you know, you kind of can see where someone's at, you know, um, I think I was watching, um, a video of him getting his, uh, star, uh, on the block of fame. And, uh, when the photographers were saying, look this way, look this way, he wouldn't look at them. And I thought that's a little odd. Why won't he look at them? And I, you know, he, there's something about, you know, photographers invading his lives, probably that has really gotten him ticked off. Or maybe those are the photographers that have gone way too far. And, you know, we don't know about him confronting them or whatever. And those are the ones he's like, screw you. I'm not looking at you. (laughs) You never know. I could see him doing that. So, you know, I think, you know, you get to see somebody, you get to see a snapshot of somebody. Now, I know that's their public persona. I know that it's not who they are totally. But I think, you know, you're going to see if someone is just kind of a nasty person. Now, I will say with Ellen that she does have a little edge to her. She does have a little bit of an edge to her. Um, You know, uh, when you're watching that game of games that she has, she she likes she likes you know doing some kind of nasty things you know when she's pressing the button and they're falling down the great big sh- you know the uh, tube that goes down. I mean she enjoys it she she enjoys watching that kind of stuff happen there's a little bit of an edge to her but you know don't we all have that edge don't we all have it at some point or somewhere in our lives that you know there's somebody or something that has maybe done something we didn't like and you know 
or, you know, I, I could see her having an edge towards her fans even. Because when you get as famous as Ellen, Tom Hanks, you know, um, Ken Reeves, uh, any of the bigger stars out there, um, people go a little too far. I mean, I've been in behind the camera, but I've also been in front of the camera for a few things. And we're talking, you know, not fame, not fame here, you know, maybe local, maybe a little bit, but not fame, but People go crazy when you, they perceive you as somebody who may be an up and comer or you may be on your way to that treadmill. And, and I don't know, there's something about you being the model, you being the person in the commercial, you being the person in the movie that people go a little bit nuts over. And, um, you know, it's kind of like in, in high school, I guess, being the popular person or being the cheerleader or being the football players or whatever. And people just kind of lose it. Well, you're this, well, you're that, and I'm nothing, you know, <laughs> whatever. And they change their attitude towards you. And I've even had people do the flip side of being so jealous that they are stalking me and doing awful things. So because they're jealous of you because you're in that position and, you know, or then you're not giving them the attention that they want or you're not, you don't want to be friends with them. You've drawn a boundary with that person and you just, you know, you're an acquaintance, but you're not a friend and they're mad because you don't want to take it into friendship or whatever. And I can just imagine that that happens with all of these people who become famous that, you know, I would say even on her staff, I mean, think about it on her staff. She's kind of made people on her staff famous because she's pulled them out into the spotlight, but she's really doing the same thing that David Letterman did. You know, David Letterman would take people that were on his staff and if, if it hit ratings when that person was on the show, then they'd bring them back because people were like, oh, we want to see that again. Or we like that person, bring them back. And, you know, and then all of a sudden they've got a career, you know, and uh, the other people on staff don't. And they're like, well, why didn't you? I can just imagine, I can just hear people saying, well, why didn't you use me that way? Why didn't you let me do that? Well, why don't you, you know, and then all of a sudden you've got all of these people that are behind the camera who are probably people who tried to get into acting or tried to get into comedy or dance or whatever music and didn't make it. And so they're working in the field because they're just hoping that someday they'll be able to meet somebody. And there's a lot of people that do that. Um, um, but anyway, uh, so they, you know, they push, push, push. So now you've got all these people pushing because now the, the line has been blurred. It's no longer, oh, we only hire actors, actresses, musicians that are in SAG or have a card or whatever, um, uh, have their SAG card. <laughs> now we're, now we're going to pull somebody out from behind the camera. Oh my gosh, that must have just changed the dynamic a lot for David Letterman when that happened or when anybody does that. Well, Ellen does that all the time. So... I'm wondering if a lot of the past staff that are complaining about her now or even present staff, I think there's only maybe a couple of present staff who were dumb enough to say something. I mean, when you're working for somebody, you don't go around complaining. You're, they're signing your check, man. But anyway, um, you know, you file a complaint, you go through the proper channels, you know, that, you know, that's how you do it. You don't go to the news and say that she's an awful person. But, um, um, 
I could just imagine that those path people quit because they weren't, you know, they actually wanted to become stars, that that's why they got the job. It wasn't actually to work behind the camera because that they wanted to become stars. Now, when I've worked behind the camera, I love, I love that just as much as I did in front of the camera. I like directing. I like producing. I like editing. I like creating projects. It's, it's a lot of fun. You know, for me, it's just about what you're doing in the moment. Am I enjoying what I'm doing in the moment? You know, if this or that works out, then great. You know, I I like being in front of the camera. That's fun too, you know, but it's just opportunities that get presented to you, you know, and it's life, you know? So anyway, so I would think that those people might have, you know, been resentful and maybe that's why they quit because they weren't going to get in front of the camera like they had hoped they were, and they didn't want to work these other jobs. It wasn't what they wanted to do. And they made their decisions and they quit. Or they, you know, oh, it was a toxic environment. Oh, it was horrible there. Was it, was it really horrible? Or were you just not happy because you weren't being chosen to produce something, direct something, um, be in front of the camera and do a, a, a YouTube show of hers or whatever. And, you know, you maybe you push too hard and, uh, p- uh, producers or she decided to to kind of ignore you because you were pushing too hard. I can see that all happening. And then those people resenting and then oh, I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her now at the, at the peak of her popularity. I'm going to get her. You know, she's talking about leaving. Oh, we're not going to have a job anymore. Now we're going to be out, out of work after two, you know, she's got a two year contract now Uh, And then she's been talking about leaving the show and not doing it anymore. And I think she's been doing it for like 17 years. Can't blame her, you know. But, um, uh, I mean, in the past, comedians that got a show were thankful to have shows because that was that was like the big cheese. But now it's it's there's all kind of other things, you know, movies and um, companies and things like that, that uh, these people want to do. And, you know, they're just basically getting richer and richer. And when they see another star doing it, now they want to do it. I think that that's another thing that you see when you're working in entertainment. You know, it's all about, oh, well, they're doing it. Now I want to do it, you know. So, uh, you know, all they can direct. Well, now I want to direct, you know. And I I think that's another thing that I've noticed with entertainment is, you know, people need to stay in their lane. They just need to stay in their lane. And a lot of people aren't doing that nowadays. You know, the more... The more popular they get, the more successful they get. I think the bigger their head gets and they think that they should be able to do whatever they want. Oh, I want to direct, you know, so now, you know, you're this millionaire, billionaire, whatever, how how much money people are making. And now you're going to take someone else's job, someone who, you know, maybe wants to be a director. Oh, so now you're going to direct, you know, you're going to act in the movie and you're going to direct and you're going to produce and you're going to edit and you're, you know, you're knocking people out of jobs here. People, there's not a lot of jobs in America right now because everybody's shipping everything overseas. And then you're trying to do this. And, and the other thing I've noticed during the pandemic is a lot of um, stars are doing podcasts. Well, there was this, there was this group of people who started these podcasts and started making money and they're like, Oh, well then that'll pay my, you know, I'll make some money over this pandemic and just sit in your house and relax you got enough money. You don't have to steal the audience away from other people who are trying to make a living out there. I mean, it just bothers me. It's just like the same thing with 
animation and think there used to be a whole set of people who were animation voices that had jobs that were actors. They were, you know, maybe not as popular as most actors, but, and so now, now all the big stars want to get into animation because they were afraid that, um, uh, actors were going to be replaced with, uh, computer generated people. So they were trying to rush in there and get themselves in as voice, uh, voiceover people or voice actors. And so they're taking their jobs away from all these other people. Now, has that happened? They, you know, they said that 20, 30 years ago that, you know, um, a- animated figures were going to take over actors' jobs. And I said, there's no way that's going to happen. Nobody, you're going to be told that that's an animated figure and nobody's going to want to watch an animated figure over watching a real person. It's never going to happen. And... Yeah, there have been some successful animated figures, but, you know. All right. But anyway, back to Ellen. That's what she's doing. She's doing all these different projects and she's trying all these different things. So I think that she wants to go off and do all those different things before she gets too old to do them. And I can't say that I blame her. But there might be some resentment of the employees back at the company that she's going to do that and they're going to be out of a job because most of them, that's their job. You know, they only get their salary and then what are they going to do? You know, they're working on the best. They want her to do it forever, you know, but what they're not thinking about is she's going to do other projects and she'll probably use them on other projects. And I actually would want to be a part of Ellen's show right now because I think she's going to grow exponentially into other things. But, um, but yeah, I think there's resentment that maybe they didn't get chosen. Those people who have left uh, the Ellen show. And now they're starting this big hellabaloo about her. And you know what? She may be edgy. She might even be nasty behind the scenes. But you know what? There's reasons for that. Like what we were just discussing. People pushing themselves all the time. And just look at the way people are when they come down out of the audience. I mean, I can't believe how crazy people act even when they're on television you know, in front of her and, you know, like they're crazy. They're nuts. These are the kind of people that would end up in your house, breaking into your house, you know, and you come home from a vacation and they've been living there for a week. So I think that there's a lot that they have to deal with. And I think when you're too nice all the time to people, then people then take it the wrong way and think that just because you were nice to them, that you're friends now. And, of course, everybody wants to be friends with the famous, popular person that has all the money that can get them, you know, is a, is a good road for them to get into show business. So, you know, they're hopeful because they want to they wanna be more friendly and they want to be more uh, close to Ellen, et cetera, because so, she's, she's the road for them to get a better job. And when it doesn't happen, then they're resentful. And... And when she maybe crosses that boundary or uh, draws that boundary line and they cross that boundary and she kind of backs off. Oh, well, now she's mean and nasty. I mean, you know, I see it all the time, you know, and and the stars are like, what did I What did I do? What did I say? I, I don't know them. I don't know this person or they're just there's someone who works for me. We're not friends. We're not a, we're not personal friends, you know. I think Facebook and social media is a good example of that. You know, you have people who they think because they're your Facebook friend that, you know, that you're closer to them than you are 
other people. But no, just because you're my Facebook friend doesn't mean we're, we're best friends. It just means you're an acquaintance and I know you. And that's been my problem my whole life with people is I have lots of acquaintances, but I only have a very few close friends. And all those acquaintances assume that they're my close friends when they're not. I only have a very few close friends. And so you have to, um, you know, kind of, you know, and I'm not going to look at somebody and say, well, we're not friends, but, you know, we're acquaintance friends, you know, then I have my close friends, you know. Uh, so I think that that's the same thing that goes on in show business. People just assume that they're more than they are or they want to be more that they're, than they are just to get up that ladder. So I think that maybe not just Ellen, but a lot of stars have to kind of draw a line with people and they have to be very adamant about drawing that line or people will get the wrong idea and, or they'll go too far or they'll take a step too far into the star's life or into the star's, um, uh, world that they shouldn't take, uh, because they're assuming that they're friends because they want it so badly. You know, like, like the starstruck, you know, fans, that, oh, she talked to me, she loves me, oh my gosh, we're going to get married, and, you know, that kind of stuff. And you don't want people to think the wrong thing. And I've had that happen to me. And, and people assume that there's more going on than there is, particularly men. Um, I think a lot of women have experienced that. You know, you're nice to somebody, and I used to be like, why are these women being so bitchy to these guys? <laughs> why are they doing that? I understand it now. Because if you are just nice to someone, friendly to someone, they take it the wrong way. You know, I've had exes tell me, you know, you're, you're really nice to people and these guys take you the wrong way and, you know, you're, you're, you're attractive. So then they think that you're attracted to them because you're being nice to them. So now I kind of understand why women are short and, and kind of bitchy with guys. Because if you're not, they, they take you the wrong way. And then you've got a stalker or you've got a problem or, you know, I've had guys just get mad at me and stop talking to me because they thought I liked them when really I was just friends with them, acquaintance friends. And I didn't see them as anything more. I was just being courteous and being nice like I am to everyone. And because it was a guy, they took me the wrong way or, or, oh, as being a woman took me the wrong way one time as well. And it's like, no, no, how did you even come up? Well, you led me on. No, I did not. I did not lead you on. So I think the same thing can happen, say, for an Ellen or any other famous person. You know, people tend to think that uh, they're closer to you than they really are. And then they get resentful when they're not. So that was something I was thinking about. And also, you know, she may, she may be snippy. Uh, she is gained fame. Fame changes people. And it's not pretty sometimes. But what they have to remember is they worked for Ellen. These people work for Ellen. And she's the product. Without Ellen, there's no show. You have no job. You have no paycheck. And from what I understand, I was looking for, um, you know, I was applying for jobs out in LA. And from what I was told and what I've read, Ellen's show is the best paid show in LA or one of them uh, for behind the scenes, 
people. Uh, you, I think they say no one makes less than 75000 which when I've checked into it, <coughs> they say you can live on 50000 in LA at the current time if you're really tight. But seventy-five to eighty thousand, they were saying something like thirty to forty dollars an hour, is what you need to to make to live in LA because it's so expensive to live there. Housing is your basic big price. Um, uh, I think food's cheaper because you know uh, there's a lot of, uh, especially fruit, fruit produce that kind of thing, because there's a lot of farms out in California or in that area, so there's not a lot of transport to get them to the grocery store, so it's a little cheaper. Uh, so they do source locally and to cut down prices. But, um, uh, you know, I do know that, you know, your car costs a little bit more because gas is higher because they're trying to get people to switch to um, electric cars, battery operated cars. So I do know that um, uh, it is a little more expensive for housing. I mean, we've all heard about how expensive housing is out there. I mean, there's people homeless because they can't afford to pay their rents. So, because they're not making enough. Well, Ellen pays people enough to pay their rent. And we're talking the most minuscule job, from what I understand, gets paid 75000 or more to, you know, work there. They have health benefits. They have retirement. They have all of that. If you're, I've owned three companies. If your boss is providing those things for you, they're paying out a lot of money to provide those things for you. I don't think people understand. Like when we paid for insurance, we have full coverage insurance and in, in a, a company I owned uh, with my ex. We, you know, the, the, we sat them down and showed them how much they were going to have to pay. And we showed them how much we were going to have to pay. We were going to have to pay three fourths of it. And then they would pay a quarter of it. But it was going to be a little more expensive than most insurances. But it was total coverage. We're talking eye, dental, everything. All your prescriptions were covered. Everything was covered. And all of our employees said, yeah, we'll pay it <laughs> because if we get everything and then, you know, um, the, one of the things was drug rehab was considered, uh, was in the insurance and everything. So that's the reason we got the package because it was just such a great coverage. And we paid a lot of money to put our employees on that. We paid more than half. So, um, you know, your, your, Employers are paying out a lot of money. If you have retirement, if you have insurance, they're paying into that. Uh, taxes, you know, we pay a lot of taxes when you're in your own business. I don't think people understand. Um, we really had to sit our employees down and show. We were making less than our employees were. Our employees were making more money than us every year by the end of the year. By the time we paid for our, everything, paid everything off, once we got a profit, our employees were making more than us. So I'm sure Ellen is beyond that now, but, you know, when she started out with employees, I'm sure that, that that's where it was. You know, you're investing, you're investing in your future uh, of your company. So that's what you do. You know, you, you, you make sure that the good people that you get coming into that company aren't going to leave you and, um, you know, you're going to be able to keep the good people that you have. So that's something that people need to remember. You know, she's probably shelling out a lot of money to pay these people and um, they're not appreciating it. So that's another thing you have to remember is, you know, there's an investment there. And without Ellen being a part of that show, um, 
there's not going to be a show. It's over without Ellen. And I, I think people need to understand that. So, yeah, she might have a big head. Uh, fame might have even gone to her head. I think I read uh, a thing that she sent a letter out to the employees and said that she might have gotten a little power hungry. I could see that. You know, she can do pretty much whatever she wants and because people love her. And there's this, and I've always said this about stardom, there's this, you know, weird thing with everybody because she's Ellen, you know, uh, she can get away with a lot more than other people do. And it's kind of scary, you know, basketball players, football players, you know, we've heard all about that in the news, you know, some have murders come out that they've committed murder, that they've raped, that they've done all these other things and people just don't care. You know, they'll defend them to the hill, even if it's true that they've done those things. So, you know, she's Ellen. She's be kind to everyone, Ellen. And so, you know, she's, you know, she's kind of the lesbian Oprah, you know. Uh, nobody's perfect. You know, Oprah's not perfect either, you know. So, and there's times, you know, I think Oprah's a little more grounded, but there's times that Oprah said some things that I've been like, Ugh, you know that fame's gone to the head, you know, or she's made choices, you know, that I didn't think were exactly, you know, the best, but you know, it's her life. Same thing. I, I say the same thing with Ellen, but is she really, really that cruel? I wonder, I mean, even if she said the things that they say, she said in meetings, I don't find that it's that different than what I've heard about uh, other successful people out in Hollywood. And is it right? No. If it's true, you know, no, it's not right. Should she change? Yeah. Uh, the other thing that they complained about is that her executive producers, uh, male executive producers, were, you know, uh, sexually harassing. Okay, well, she's taking care of that. You know, um, did she know it was going on before? She claims she didn't. She claims that she didn't know it. People say that she did, but she claims she didn't. But, you know, um, she's taking care of that now. They they fired those people, the different producers that people complained about. And, um, you know, they probably had evidence of it or they wouldn't have been able to fire them. You know, that's another thing that I found out in entertainment. I worked at a um, TV station and a guy had apparently been fired three times before for sexual harassment. He started sexually harassing me. I went in and complained about it and found out that I would have been like the fourth person who complained about him. When he, how did he get back in the union and then NAACP, uh, he, he was uh, African-American NAACP got him his job back. Their lawyers got him his job back and he, and he got back in probably because he wouldn't be able to get another job anywhere else with that on his record. But he'd had four, three sexual harassment charges before, and now he had another. And he got his job back somehow. And, you know, he made life miserable for me because, of course, if he doesn't make me leave, he doesn't make me quit, I'm witness to what he's done. And he will lose his job and not be able to keep it. So they were kind of trying to use me in order to get rid of him. So I know how that goes. So they would have had to have some sort of proof to fire him uh, or the people at um, Ellen's show. So they had proof. Now, will he get his, will this person get his job back? Will the other producers get their jobs back? Who knows? I would say Ellen wouldn't want them back with the publicity that's behind it. 
you know, this guy, it was a, a, a local TV station that I was dealing with in my job. So, you know, that wasn't going to be something that people were going to complain about with, but on Ellen's level, it's different. You know, when something like that happens, you're gone. So, you know, she's dealing with that. She's also dealing with a clothing company, a pet store company, um, all these little YouTube shows that it, she's responsible for all that. And, you know, I'm sure that her producers and executive producers take care of things. And so she was depending on them and they were doing their job and everything was successful. So she may not, you know, she may not have been told. She may not have heard about it. And even if she did, she might've just thought it was jealousy because that happens a lot in entertainment business. So, you know, it makes me wonder if really all of this isn't about competition, jealousies, people trying to get ahead and Ellen didn't put them into the show as like she has other employees like Andy and the other, this other woman that she's given a YouTube show, et cetera, you know, were they mad because they didn't get that. And now they're, you know, retaliating. Were there really problems apparently, or those people wouldn't have gotten fired. Was it Ellen's problem? Did she know about it? You know, that's all hearsay. We don't know. And like I said from the very beginning, I think it would be really hard not to see if Ellen had uh, that kind of a streak in her. She does have a little bit of a mean streak. I'm not going to say she's not. You watch Game of Games. She, she enjoys that stuff too much. But is she so mean that she deserves the publicity she's getting now? I don't think so. I think we all would have seen it. I think we all would know who she is. A lot of people hide it, yeah. A lot of people are really good about putting that public persona out there and then having their private persona. But honestly, who's perfect? And, you know, I don't think that Ellen's really as bad as everybody's making her out to be. They're just trying to get her at this time. That's just my opinion. Until the next podcast, this has been Diva Celebration.